I've been talking about business, investing, and entrepreneurship. I thought it'd be helpful to provide a little bit of my story. Uh, so I convinced my wife to let me uh, launch a company. Um, you may not be happy with your position. You may be frustrated thinking you're underpaid. Um, there may be skills that you're still developing that you have no idea, which may come later. <laughs> How's it going? This is Rick Faza. This is the Drive Podcast, where I've been talking about business, investing, and entrepreneurship, uh, which may have some people asking, like, who is this person? Why would I even listen to him? So I thought it'd be helpful to provide a little bit of my story and background and kind of where we're at and why I love talking about this stuff now. So I started, I'm, I'm from outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and started working for Fidelity and uh, had a great time there. Um, and it's funny because I tell our team now, um, I was always like very impatient. Like, I was studying and trying to get promoted to the next position over and over again. Um, and sometimes you take for granted like the moment and what you're actually learning there. And it's weird, like my first job or one of my first jobs out of school was in a call center, which like at the time was miserable. I hated it. I complained to anyone who would listen, uh, but I ended up doing it for like a year and a half. Well, ironically, just kind of, I'm gonna fast forward, but come full circle. Like right now, one of the most important things I'm doing to really accelerate the growth of our business is building out our own call center. So it's kind of crazy like that, that experience and having that professional training is now paying serious dividends later, you know, 15 years or later or so in my life um, as we're growing this out. So it's just, I, I, I kind of like, especially if you're a new entrepreneur, if you're still just starting out in your career, um, you may not be happy with your position. You may be frustrated thinking you're underpaid. Um, there may be skills that you're still developing that you have no idea, which may come later. Uh, so after the call center, I moved down to uh, New York and actually started working in investing. I uh, had an awesome time uh, at uh, their, one of their investor centers and kind of learned the uh, financial advisor path. And that was really uh, was such valuable information. I have such great experiences in my time there. World-class training. At the time, it's funny, you always like have everything to complain about, about your company, thinking like they don't do anything right. And now I, every, anyone asks me about Fidelity, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a more well-oiled machine <laughs> than that place. Uh, just a phenomenal business. They have great training and I'm, I'm very lucky that I went through it. Um, and then after that, I started working in investing and um, really got interested in that point of um, like, you know, seeing from my clients, because I was managing a lot of money and particularly for really, frankly, really rich people. And as I saw that, like, a lot of them had been former business owners who had sold their business and exited. Frankly, a lot of them were in real estate, so they built uh, large real estate portfolios and potentially sold. Um, then admittedly, a lot of them were, were trust fund kids, but those were like the three primary um, people who had built a lot of this wealth that was being managed. And it, that was really eye-opening. You know, It wasn't like the traditional career path or anything like that. And um, I had this big promotion and I kind of started realizing like, hey, I don't have like any equity in here and there's really not an opportunity for me to get it. Like really, no matter what. Um, and kind of rather than being in the golden handcuffs, I thought, you know, hey, I want to go launch my own company before I get too long into this journey and really can't leave because of the financial incentives that, you know, would accompany a, a big promotion like that. Uh, so I convinced my wife to let me uh, launch a company. Um, you know, she, she was extremely supportive and we literally went, I had zero income for 
uh, a while and she supported us. We moved out to San Diego because we were starting the business from scratch. Well, I look back on that, uh, the company was called Driven Wealth Management, not a you know, huge financial success by any means, but it was amazing personal growth success for me um, and really like a lesson in the school of hard knocks on business ownership 101. Like everything from getting outside your comfort zone, networking, um, like sales and marketing, and how do you just like sell yourself and sell your business and all of these things that uh, are, you know, building a website, like just, you know, stuff you, I never would have expected even any, like five years ago doing. And that was an awesome opportunity, but it was interesting. Like as I got through finance, and this is no disrespect to financial advisors, I have a ton of respect for the work that they do because they really do help a lot of people navigate a very challenging, um, you know, process of managing their money. But I just never felt like that fulfillment. I always was like kind of feeling like I was living vicariously through my clients, right? Like all of their accomplishments and what they were building on. And it just kind of felt like I was just kind of helping wealthy people get wealthier in a lot of senses. And I just didn't have that like excitement really around what I was creating. Um, now it's funny, I don't know, maybe that would have been different if I had a team and like, I think being a lone wolf, maybe that was a, a little bit exacerbated. But in any sense, I was good at it, but I realized it really wasn't what I was passionate about. And so when COVID happened, um, that's when I switched over to the business ownership. Um, I, I you know, was helping business owners, they're going through the PPP loans, the EIDL loans, and really just this massive like, hey, what's going on? And I would you know, read the material, host webinars, really try to disseminate information, you know, like I'm trying to do with this podcast, um, just really to help people out and, um, I, you know, and, and, and selfishly, if I could, work with them to try to help them get back uh, to, to where they need to be. I and mean, as I was going through those conversations, you know, they would naturally complain about like, oh my God, I don't wanna deal with another recession, I don't care even if I get through this, um, and they were just wanted out. And so, you know, as more and more of them talked about that, and uh, frankly, a lot of them complained about millennials and not having a succession plan and, you know, lazy millennials, I can't, you know, there's no one to leave my business to and all of that. So I realized and there was an opportunity that maybe I could actually acquire a business as opposed to starting and, and you know, kind of get a head start and, and jump ahead, if you will, um, into it. I started going through the brokerage process, um, really looking at different businesses um, and ultimately landed uh, in an absolute blessed situation with an introduction to John Padilla. Uh, if you haven't seen it before, recommend watching the interview where me and him actually talk about going through that process. What was it like as me as the buyer and how scared I was navigating that? What was it like as him and the seller as how you know, crazy that was for him to build his life's work and then you know, basically transition it over to someone else? Um, and we just had this, you know, amazing relationship and um, experience of, um, you know, me taking over from him and him helping uh, mentor me and guide me along. And it's just been a, an amazing thing. So, you know, since then, it's, it's been an exciting couple of years. Um, we've acquired um, another business. I've acquired the rights to a franchise um, here in San Diego as well, um, all related to plumbing uh, that have really helped us to expand um, into, uh, you know, a, frankly, a bigger organization. And that's really been a, a powerful thing is like the North Star too, as we continue to grow the company, um, you know, to, to now 30 plus employees, um, we're thinking about the, the vision has to be big enough. And, I, and I, I kind of alluded to my earlier experience with the big bank where I got this big promotion, but realized like, hey, my dreams were bigger and they wouldn't really fit in here. We need to build this organization in a way that my top talented people see their dreams being fulfilled in it, right? They can maybe go start their a location. They can start a new division. Um, they can have that sense of purpose and, and really that ownership piece, right? Through profit sharing and these other uh, vehicles to really incentivize and, and reward this partnership. Um, and that's really the, the exciting next like phase of growth for us. So 
Um, really, like the goal of this is to share a lot of the journey along the way. Uh, having a lot of fun. I, I love talking about this stuff anyway, so I figured we might as well record it because I feel like I spend you know half a quarter of my day on the phone with friends or you know other people in business talking through this stuff, working through problems and strategies. And I was like, you know, why don't we just start recording it? So you know, we'll have a lot of interviews. So it'll be friends, other business owners, people who I know throughout the community um, who will be on just sharing these insights and um, you know, hopefully providing a lot of value to aspiring as well as current entrepreneurs alike. Um, again, new podcasts. I uh, hope you subscribe, like it, please share it out if you know someone who could value from the information. I uh, appreciate you coming by and look forward to seeing you on future episodes. Mm-hmm.